Hello, all you lovely listeners. Uh, today, we have, Alex, a very special episode for you, brought to you by our friends at Now. Yeah? Yeah. Tell me more. Uh, well, uh, okay, fine. Come on. Jesus, you're impatient. Get on with it. Well, okay, maybe I want to relax into it. No, I like high intensity. All right, okay. Now has an unbeatable lineup of the best TV shows and blockbusters handpicked for you so you don't have to. Have you watched Succession? Yeah. It's unbelievable. Have you actually watched Succession? Yeah. It is. Of course I have. Okay, can I just put it out? Succession is, is like the greatest. What's the dad called in it? Um, oh, uh, Has you watched it? Yeah. I actually can't remember his what, name what, either. You're, what? You're, you remind me of him. What, old? Old, absolute <laughs> asshole. Power hungry. Do you know what? He, he doesn't he, know how many kids he's got. He, 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 but he's all about family. He is. I mean, I think you, I think uh, you underestimate. Sort of. He is. I mean, he's, he's got a, a good character arc. He's, they all kind of do, actually. The, the casting in it is yeah, so good. Um, Kieran Culkin, yeah. um, who plays the brother, is just phenomenal. Yeah. Have you watched The White Lotus? Well, it's yeah. unbelievable. Set in Hawaii, in a hotel, loads of things go on. It's full of it's mur- murder. It's murder. On, yeah. And it's just phenomenal. Uh, now, and of course, uh, the incredible House of the Dragon. The series everyone uh, was waiting for after Game of Thrones also definitely lived up to expectations. The show launched back in August with uh, new episodes released every single Monday. Uh, We're on the countdown for the finale now, and the episodes are just getting better and better. So much has happened. I mean, it's quite hard to unpack. Um, It's set before Game of Thrones. 200 years before. 200 years before. However, the great news is, is that you don't have to watch Game of Thrones to like or watch house of the dragon you can go straight in because i'm going to be honest i didn't watch game of thrones i did i got to series five okay but i've watched house of the dragon and boy it is i mean hello and i it's also very it's a female-led like ensemble which i love about it our friend olivia cook who by the way ladies and gentlemen is our guest today on the podcast shut up she is you our could guest. have warned me yeah did you like that segue? i would have put some aftershave on and You'd, my, good, my good socks Okay. Out of professionalism. Okay, that's a that's a great way. She's a complete um, hero. She plays Alison Hightower, the Queen. Um, she re- appears in episode six. Yeah, that's when she starts. Her entrance comes in six, right? which is pretty much around the time that we're recording this episode. Um, it's going to be amazing. We're going to speak to Olivia about House of the Dragon. We're going to talk about what the ensemble is like, the different people, what goes on in the show, what goes on around the show. Let's get a little deeper, maybe. Who knows? Mm, it's just three superstars on a sofa having it out. Oh, you're talking about me. I didn't know who you were talking about. I was like, who else is here? <laughs> um, all right, you ready for this? Yeah. Okay. Come on. Here we go. Olivia Cook on the episode. So that was quite a breathy. Yeah, sorry. I don't know why. I, just, I feel a bit breathy today. All right. Also, do you know what I did? Because um, we have a very special guest on, which is you. Oh, okay. Yeah. They look so, surprised. I was like, oh, who? Yeah, it, it's you. Um, you have an all-round year look. Oh, it's yeah, it's 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 um, transseasonal. What is it? That's what it is. Is it transition where you, you have to be quite tanned. Oh, without a tan. Jesus, I look ill. So you're going to, to Ibiza bi-monthly? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. actually medical. Is it? Yeah, yeah. I have to get over there. Otherwise. How long were you in Ibiza for? Four days. 
nice. Yeah. Just for he's jollies. just got back. He's just got back and he's freaking out. That's why because you're our guest. I'm, I'm trying to stay very normal and I've got my arms folded, which I've just noticed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really welcoming. Yeah, I'm actually shivering inside. <laughs> Empty. Why are you being so closed off? I open don't know, up, man. I will open up second half. <laughs> um, Olivia Cook, you. Mm. Listen, you were, this is the second time you're on the podcast. I know podcast. you guys are podcasting friends. We, I feel kind of left out here. So I had a little listen to the other episode you did. I really enjoyed that. That was, was so nice. Oh my God. It, it was actually then, a really good app. By I the way, it. buddy, by the way, jealous because you then went on Alan Carr's podcast. Oh, I did. Yeah. You brought a bottle of wine and you guys got drunk together. We were on Zoom, I know, but we could have stayed on Zoom and got, and got drunk. But we were saying that because it was lockdown, wasn't yeah, it? it? And was. we were saying, oh, when it opens up, we'll get a beer. Never happened. That didn't happen. Um, and then, yeah, then Alan Carr got in there before. Well, I started off because I brought a bottle of wine and then I, you and just, he opened you the door. You happened to be drinking. You were like, <laughs> was, yeah, it's for, it's for yeah. the... Yeah. yeah, it was already uncorked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Turned out hammered. Wine home. Um, <laughs> and I, I had this panic that he was sober. In my head, I just got it like, oh, he's sober now. And so then he opened the door and I was like, are you sober? And he was like, because well, I'm right. not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he was like, well, right now I am. I was like, oh, okay, okay, fine. And then, yeah, he did the podcast in like half an hour. And, and then, then you stayed on and got drunk. Yeah, I just got bat battered. Did you? Battered. Because also I wanted him to like me so much. Yeah. Do you have that as well, like me, where you just want people to. Like a puppy. Oh, it's the most irritating thing in the world. By the way, do you. Everyone knows you as Olivia, but yeah, do your Liv. friends call you Liv? Yeah, they all call me Liv. So, so as as buddies, I can call you Liv. You can call me Liv. I'm still on Olivia. No, you can call me Liv. Well, I've got my arms folded. So. <laughs> Olivia, do, Olivia does feel quite um, like like head 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 teachery. It's professional, right? It's professional. So, so you you were starring in House of the Dragon, this amazing new TV show. It's the prequel to Game of Thrones. That is massive. Yeah, no, it's yeah, no, it's back shit but also you know we had a really successful predecessor mm. and so we're following in their footsteps so we couldn't have gotten those numbers without the eight seasons of game of thrones and so we had big shoes to fill were you, were you pretty nervous yeah you must have been yeah because of the success of yeah there was a yeah. it did there was a massive pressure that we that we've all definitely felt um <laughs> But then we were sort of like hermetically sealed in our own little love bubble while we were filming for 10 months. And then you give it over while you're doing the... Because of COVID. Because <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, of COVID. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you can't see anyone else. It's just really? these people. Is and that then, what it is? You literally, could, you could only be spending time with those people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were told on a few occasions, you know, don't... I know, like, I know you want to go out and party, but please don't do not because we've got to finish this fucking and show when, you, yeah. when you're told that all you want to yeah, do yeah. more so is go and party. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. no no i did no i was i was good i was good <laughs> but, but you but I, I after the alan carr podcast i heard that you um you turned up to your first day of filming hungover mm. first day yeah i know i never do that i like I'm that good, set the bar i, I, I love that you say you never do that just to I, I, there's no, no. there is no way you've never not turned up to set hungover before 100 you must have done no, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, oh, I've never done no, it before. No, 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 not my first day though. Yeah. Maybe like, you know, partway through when you feel comfortable. the job when, you know, oh, it's just a pickup of me, you know, looking out the window. Um, but yeah, no, I did. I did. And I, and because I, I was sort of safe in the knowledge that my pickup time was at 11am the next day. And then I wasn't shooting until the last scene of mm. the day. And so I was like, oh, it'd be fine. A few glasses of wine. What's a few glasses of wine between me and Alan Carr? Um, and then it was just bot bottles, just bottles of wine, bo bottles of wine. That I, I, and I remember ringing my friend in the Uber 
home and him being like, I've never heard you that piss before. <laughs> and then, Were you talking to the Uber driver as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Life <laughs> yeah, yeah. story. Yeah, yeah. He's like, please shut up. Yeah, and yeah. it was like, it was from Notting Hill to Kensal Green, so just <laughs> yeah, not yeah. far at all. So I've got this big job tomorrow. Um, yeah. yeah. And, um, and then, yeah, I went home. I tried to put my hair in a ponytail, fell over, ordered fish and chips, threw up, um, woke up and had chipped my teeth in the process oh, no of shit. all of that. Really slightly. You but, chipped your tooth? Yeah, chipped my tooth. It's just, just only time. On the fish and chips? On, <laughs> on the fork or like falling down. I just really, I'm never that messy. I'm always usually quite together. But I think this was like pre-game nerves because you had the big day the next day. So you're like, maybe. Oh, it was just, just heavily self-sabotaging. Yeah. But it was fine. I don't, I don't think, it, I don't, I'll never, I know which scene it is and I've seen it and you can't tell. So that's good. That, that is, it's just an amazing, because I remember the last time we spoke, um, I feel like, and this must have been, it was in the mix of lockdown. Um, and you, uh, Sound of Metal was just coming out, I think mm-hmm. at the time, which by the way, holy smokes, you are just so, that is a heavy film. And <laughs> yeah, you said to me at the time, yeah. Liv said to me at the time, she said, listen, um, if you want to just uh, feel like really sad for an evening, <laughs> yeah. watch this if you want movie. anxiety. And if you want anxiety, if you want to be like, am I? <laughs> <laughs> you know? yeah. And then I watched it and I was like, oh boy, you really were right. It's really heavy, but your acting in it is just phenomenal. Oh, it's you know, really, truly, it's amazing. But I remember you saying to me then is that you, you had something pretty big on the horizon. And did I not tell? I don't know. I think you maybe did tell oh, okay. me at the end, but you didn't say, but like, cause I hadn't been released that or, or. Yeah. I don't know. I f- I'm forgetting the timeline yeah. of it all, but yeah, I don't, I'm not sure if it had. Been I don't released. think it had. Cause, cause I heard that when you auditioned for house of the dragon, you did it all across zoom. Yeah. All across it. So I sent off self tapes. I auditioned for Rhaenyra and then I auditioned for Alison. Then I auditioned for Rhaenyra again. And then I finally auditioned for Alison and then had a zoom with Miguel and Ryan, the two showrunners, and then was put on hold for six weeks. Do you, do you have to make your own costumes for the Zoom? Because I was no. like, so you've got like a mop over your head. Just <laughs> for different characters. Sorry, you think that people go to auditions no. and make their what? own costumes? She's doing it on Zoom, Emma, you know, she's got to get had, in character. No. Emma, who plays Rhaenyra, they had to put yeah. extensions in their hair because they had really short hair just so that, you know, HBO at large could be like, Oh yeah. Oh, I can see They've it. I can hair, see it now. You know? yeah. <laughs> um, I did. I did remember pulling a corset out of my out of my wardrobe and and fashioning like a shirt with a corset, so it looked a bit like medieval. Like you've made some effort. Like I've made <laughs> some effort. Um, but no, I mean I can't go to like Angels, which is a costume. Yeah, place. love Angels. Yeah, I can't go to Angels, and it was locked down. It no. was twenty twenty. But, but how does it work with something like? So you get the call up. You have this. It's it's the new show that's going to be massive we know everyone who's watched game of thrones mm. it's massive they love it it's the biggest thing so then they want to make the prequel house of the dragon that's a lot of pressure um it's also one of these things which is um you know it, it's sort of a you, you can sort of be defined as these things and, mm. and i remember I, I read an article that you said that you were at some points when you were going for the audition you were a bit worried about being defined yeah i was completely yeah i was really reticent about doing it just because there's there's yeah, yeah, there's, I don't know, it's, it's hard, isn't it? Because you don't want to bite the hand that feeds you. But also I'd worked solidly for 10 years and just been able to live this really lovely anonymous yeah. life whilst, whilst doing the, the things that I loved and also being um, um, revered somewhat in my industry. And, and, and that was all that really mattered to me. So then to do something this massive, which will 
be the thing, like you said, that defines me and the thing that I'm most known for. But it won't be the thing that defines you. Let me retract that. It's not going to define you. No, no, but for a while it will will be. I guess with the Game of Thrones, like the the actors that came into that kind of were like fresh onto the scene, most of them. So they they were like, that was the first that people got to know them. Whereas the audience have seen you in so many other roles. So like you won't necessarily be defined by this latest role, if that makes sense. Yeah, but I'm, I feel like we're also giving too much credit to the films that I've done because not many people have seen those. Quite, you know, they, they quite, yeah, they, no, they have. haven't. Sure they, they haven't. Have. Quite big. <laughs> they haven't. Um, so yeah, I will be defined by this for a while, but then hopefully it'll allow me to do. And you know, I do love this show and I love all the people in it. But then also doing something this big does allow you to do other things that you really want to do as well. The, the, the hard thing that I think with your role, so you play Alison Hightower, the Queen, and. Mm. You have just, you know, how the audience are watching it now, you basically just appeared on screen because you come in episode six. Yeah. So you almost have to copy the younger Alison, right? You have to, you have to, so the actress who, I forget her name, her name. Emily Carey. Emily Carey, who is incredible. Wow, she's amazing. She's amazing. You know, you, how does that work? Because you have to have similar mannerisms uh voices all these mm. kind of things so how does that work in terms of when you when you want to act that, that was way? all the casting director and the and the producers and the directors i mean we never had a conversation where we would be like well i'm doing this uh, oh really you put your hands like that okay well i'm gonna put my hands like that too um does it not i would think no, that's what would happen we were, we were not not that we were like purposely kept separate but we were filming all at the same time so there was three units going on and so was a unit at the same time doing episodes one to five and then we were also filming you know six to ten at the same time and so there just never was this like I just didn't feel like I could impart anything onto Mm. her and also you know me at 18 feels so wildly different to me at 28 Mm. now and so they are they do feel like two completely different characters and what the casting director did so well is just find two people that have just just a really um tangible element that energy all, that yeah, energy, energy that and, and you both look i mean it's so an, similar so yeah, similar it's I know. wild i know i know it's yeah. amazing but i always think so you step in at episode six and i saw this very funny interview and i can't remember i saw it um uh maybe it was jimmy kimmel which by the way you're jimmy kimmel Whoa, get get at it you don't want to tell you that you meet him as soon as you just walk onto the stage in front of the audience no first, ways for the first time yeah and so i had to have a word with myself backstage being like just get a fucking grip were you drinking it again <laughs> no i wasn't i wasn't actually i wasn't drinking i, mean, I need to i'm i'm doing sober october i'm doing very well it's the third <laughs> yeah, yeah i was gonna say <laughs> wait so you don't meet jimmy kimmel you just you just meet him on on stage and then have to have this like huge rapport with what the, that's know, quite weird i know and i just feel i felt as I was talking to him, it just felt like I was a meteor just hurling towards Earth. Like the, the rate at which words were just fucking <laughs> spitting out of my gob. It was so horrible. Yeah, because I was so excited. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hi, please like me. I want to yeah, yeah, yeah. Jimmy, my buddy. I know. Hey, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, just a, just a Labrador, just like bounding towards him. Just embarrassing. And then what happens is you get into that zone where you keep talking over them. Not that you did that, but that's what I do. You keep no, talking yeah. over them. And then you're like in your head thinking, I just need to slow this down because I'm acting way too keen. But you're yeah. also rapidly analysing at the same time. So I'm just like, well, that died. That joke just died. That died. And then you're like, there's nothing from the audience. And it's, oh God. Do you, do you find doing that stuff more nerve wracking than doing like the bigger scenes? That Yeah. Really? Because you have to be it's you, yourself. Isn't it? yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. just, I mean, 
and then you're being judged. It's fine being judged as a as a character. I can deal with that. Or like if someone says my acting was whatever in, in a certain whatever, it's fine. That's their opinion. But like being judged as yourself is just harrowing. Yeah. yeah. Awful. Hate it. it. Is that is that um intimidating? Because as we said, you know, the the series is just enormous now. And it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger and people are going to, more people are going to start watching it. And it's just, you know, it's going to go everywhere. You know, what happens is, is that, you know, as an actor, you can hide behind characters mm. and that's what you can do. So you become different people and you, and you know, maybe you are, maybe you are that strong that I think with you, you know, from what I know you is that you're, you know, when you act well and you don't act well. So whatever goes around you, you're like, okay, fine. I could ignore that. But you are, as we said before, opening yourself up now to mm. have criticism or, or positives or from different things from who you are as a person mm. that's that's intimidating right yeah yeah because you can't change that that's so intrinsic to who you are and and I don't know I've always got a bit of a barometer for for um bull, bullshit and and fakery and I always want to come you up sense a lot of it in here today it's going wild right now no. yeah. I don't know who you are Alex you're not opening up sorry I will <laughs> your arms are just still folded just let these shakes calm down why are your you arms still folded I don't know it's, I said part two it all happened what time did you land uh late last night what time uh it was like 10 ish Oh, okay. not that's too not bad. too bad. Yeah. Do you've had eight hours? Yeah, okay. well, yeah. I slept like probably five hours. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I had a lot to think about, a lot to you know, you? unpack in bed. And then, and then all I got from yesterday was that it's like, watch all these interviews. Is it going to be okay? Then this morning, is it going to be all right? Like, <laughs> You're doing great, Alex. I just, yeah, no, I'd forgotten my name. So, was like, <laughs> <laughs> what is it? What is it like? So, first day set, you know, as you said, you you get up there, you're you're hungover. You haven't really met anyone yet. In terms of the castle, have you met No, people? we've been doing um, rehearsals for like three to four weeks. So we knew everyone quite well by that point. But again, like we, you, we couldn't go out for dinner or break bread because we we're in the lockdown. So we just knew each other as professionals. Apart from me and Emma. Me and Emma had gone for walks and been for dins and stuff. But yeah, so... So it, yeah, it's really. Do you I didn't realize you rehearse. Well, you rehearse quite a lot. This is the most rehearse. Ex- well, how were you? Well, they I just I, walk I, on to set. And no, like, but I think. You, well, I no, think this is quite extensive. Yeah. this rehearsal period. It was amazing because then also Emma and I got to act out scenes from earlier episodes of when Rhaenyra and Alison were friends, and they had this like, you know, really intense bond, mm. love for each other, and so Emma and I performed. Just to get those like memories in our bones a little bit, which was really helpful because, you know, you have to have an intense love to then feel intense hatred. Yeah, because you do, because you are, you're so close with each other just in personal life, Mm. but then you're, you're sort of enemies, you know, and how does that work? Because that's quite a hard. Oh, it's so, it's easy. I find that really easy. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we just, so the episode seven as today the 3rd of October in the UK and we have this me and Emma have this huge fight scene towards the end and we were pissing ourselves we shot it for five days and we were going absolutely insane like we were crying laughing (laughs) we could not get through it um (laughs) while you're you're on while we're on set just because we you just when you're shooting a, a scene that's 10 pages long for five days straight you just go 
start to lose it like go loopy. bananas yeah. and it was so hot they had all the fires lit we were in this huge costume i'd put thermals on so i was having an absolute heart attack <laughs> do, do you like getting sweaty yeah, know, yeah. it's always hot no, all this hair as well it's, um, like, it's like a rug so hot everything's so hot and i had this wefted oh my god it was just so and also i've been wearing that costume we'd shot um prior to that scene in cornwall that's where we sh- where we started um, for two weeks, and so and my costume hadn't been washed, and so I was just oh, nice. stinking. And I was going up to Paddy, being like, "Can you smell me?" And he was like, "Yeah, get away from me." <laughs> oh my! Yeah, does it happen sometimes where you have five pages you shoot it for ten days? Mm. Cut. Let's start. Cut. Let's start. Let's yeah, do yeah. that again. You next shot. Well, repo. All, the, all, all that. the characters are in it, so you've got to have you know wide mid close up at least on all the characters and then you know the big wides all around the room and and you've got to get the inserts of of certain fights and certain positions and certain key moments in the in the plot so yeah it does take a long long time that rehearsal period is amazing because i i thought that what you do you know th- th- this is the argument right which is so amazing between um acting with movies television compared to theater mm. theater you have the freedom to mm. do kind of what you want you rehearse it's yeah. an ensemble together where you know for my limited knowledge is like when you go to a set like that typically you just sort of learn your lines you turn up and then you kind of go ahead and do it yeah typically yeah i mean i did it i shot a series for five years and i don't think we ever really had rehearsal time with the with read through oh, really? but we never had the rehearsal time you know but does that does that really make a difference yes but why does that make a difference then you just so if you're turning up to set and you're like this person is playing your husband all of a sudden you don't feel like you have as a as a as myself i don't feel like i have the chemistry in bill already to like hold that person's Quite hand like i feel so awkward meet your husband on the day exactly <laughs> so when you've got three weeks just to cement that slowly and a bit more naturally it's just so easy to you know be a bit more intimate with mm. each other no matter how that plays even if it's just you know hatred towards this person you, there's an intimacy that is hard to replicate when you just meet someone on the day it's funny. It's with acting, right? I saw this. Um, I saw this amazing interview with when, Alan Rickman. Yeah. Amazing, Alan. Alan yeah. Rickman. He was asked in an old interview that I saw of him, and he said, "I always get asked how um, give advice to young actors," and he says, "Well, my advice would be, don't act. Go and experience life." go to art galleries, go and get mm. judgment, go and get decisions, go and get opinions and understand what the world is yeah. like. Because then when you can go and act, you can really make a sort of, you can build characters because you know about the world. Yeah, mm. it's a toolbox, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that you're exactly. Drawing from. Yeah, completely. And that's what must you must have now. You know, if you go back to your 18-year-old self and compare to what you are now, you must know emotions and so many things different more. And you Absolutely. I feel like there's a, there's a, there's, there's a, a deeper well. But then I look back at myself at 18, I had so much confidence. I was so confident. I just thought I knew everything. Really? Were you really? When we spoke about it before oh, when yeah, I did yeah, my yeah. film and I did a scene <laughs> in my first film called yeah. The Quiet Ones. I did a scene where um where I had to cry. And I was crying all day. And I literally was like, I'm gonna get Oscar nominated. <laughs> <laughs> like, for this like, you know, tiny horror film. Um like I literally, you know, and and that has the confidence has dissipated, but the yeah the wealth of knowledge for experience and emotions and and my empathy has grown mm. for sure. Wait, that's interesting because I I would say that you you're not saying that you're less confident now as a you're more confident as an individual, right? Yes, but less sure of myself in my abilities. How funny is that? I know. Though? that Do you it? not feel that though? 
Yeah, yeah, because I think we've lost naivety. That's true. And I, and I think, you yeah. know, that's what happens, right? So there's a great poem, which is by Blake, um, which is about innocence and experience. Yeah. <laughs> what, what time did you read this last yeah. night? Yeah. Yeah. Let yeah. me say yeah. this again. Did your, did your PA send this to you <laughs> yeah, yeah, on yeah. the train? Uh, that was my segue into it, man. I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As everyone gave me a look. Um, no, but there is. There is. There's these two poems. There's a poem by Blake, which is called Innocence and Experience. Two different poems. And the point is, is how innocence is broken by experience. Mm. And I truly believe, right, there is something magical about buying, being naive. When you're naive, you would like, you, you jump from trees, you um, think about building magic carpets. You, you, yeah. you just, there, there's no idea of something can't happen. Mm. Yeah. And so when you're 18 years old, you're like, oh, well, of course I'm going to win an Oscar. And that, that blind <laughs> confidence is yeah. so magical. Do you think it's a loss of imagination as well? I don't think it's a loss of... No, I don't think it's a I loss of imagination. I think maybe it's like, but think about like how you used to no, view things. When, when you were like five years old, like mm. everything was fucking amazing. Yeah. And then you get to like 30 and you've like built all these layers of kind of like, oh God, this isn't... Yeah, you built all these walls. Yeah. Yeah. Which is actually a wonderful thing about my job because it, it's always challenging you to tear down those walls because yeah. you have to have an, a, a, a dearth of imagination to explore all these characters. And, you know, when you're looking at a tennis ball and being like, that's a massive dragon, you know. Is you've that got, what they use? It's a tennis ball. No, it's yeah. a natural dragon, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think? It's very good CGI. It's a tennis ball with a wind machine on it. So you're like, there's all this shit being flown into your eyes and you stream and you're just like trying to open your eyes and have like a really captivating performance. Tennis ball. Yeah, that is. I find that just. Um, I find that confidence amazing that you have. What to fight a tennis? No, ball. <laughs> but to, to there has to. But any actor, especially when you're doing something like House of the Dragon or or, or whatever, where it's set in a certain period and it's mm. all these different things, you have to lose all sense of awareness yeah. and embarrassment. Yeah, because you've got how many people are on set watching you? Two hundred. Yeah, you have to lose it all. Yeah, and you're wearing. You know, if you walked around those costumes in the middle of the day, people would be like, what the hell is going it on It takes there? a good couple of goals for me to lose my embarrassment and my awareness. It does, does it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, especially when there's a big, big old scene where you, like the one that is shown today where, you know, me and Emma are just screaming and crying at each other. And, you know, there's, there's, there's just so much intensity and so much passion and so much belief in what my character's saying. And then, but I've also just only met these people. Do you know what I mean? And like, mm. and I still, I do feel a little bit embarrassed. No, it, it's fine, but. It, it's amazing. You're so right. You know, that the idea of love and hate are so closely connected, mm. right? So when you love someone, that's why you can hate them so easily, right? That's why relationships can be so turmoil, right? Because yes. you're so in this like passionate moment. Mm. So to be such good friends with Emma, that's exactly, you're so right. You, you can easily flip that in your mind mm. to hate. Mm. And that's why it works in the show so and well. And also get in their face as well. You know, there's that proximity that because we're such good friends, I can get in their personal space and it can feel really intense. And I'm not afraid to do that. There's no fear. Um, yeah, it's great. It's so exciting. Also, they are the most incredible actor I've ever seen in my whole. I, there was moments where they're acting. I'm just like, <laughs> it's, they're so good. They're so good. It's amazing. What you're seeing this guy? God, that is... yeah, I was taken out of it. I was like, wow. <laughs> Stop it. That's unfair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Where did you learn that? Yeah, yeah no, they, I don't think they learn. They just, they have. They feel it. They yeah. have, yeah. It takes 10 months or so to shoot something like that. And, mm. and I heard that, um, you know, some of it was shot in Spain or Portugal. Mm. Um, and, you know. Spain. Hot, yeah, Spain, yeah, nice lovely. places. And, yeah, gorgeous. And you looked at your schedule. schedule and you were in. 
Watford. There we go. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Nice. yeah. <laughs> Justin so, Watford and Leeds. <laughs> I was so down to just be the social secretary and like take everyone out for 5pm Negronis, like come on guys, on the balcon. And, and I was just like looking through the schedule like, okay, so October, that's when they're going to Portugal, that's when they're going to Spain, let's have a look, look at my unit. Watford, Watford, in the castle, in the castle, in the studio. I was just like, I was like, you're shooting yourself in the foot here. Cause you're not gonna have a good time. Do, as as a, you know, when you're doing something like this, do, do, as a cast, you become really close. Yeah. So you become close and you connect yeah, with everyone. Yeah, because they're, they're your family and, 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 you know, the producers and the directors and everyone high, you know, on, you know, up upstairs. Yeah. They all have so much to deal with. And, and so we sort of become our own protectors and our own um, confidants and just, yeah, a friendship is developed so deeply. Isn't yeah, it? It's so strange. You're spending 14 hours a day with them. I know. You know, for 10 months, that's a lot. And so you go through so many periods of different feelings towards each other, but it's just like any relationship, but sped up. Mm. I, I, that's why I have, a, that's why I love podcasting so much. Mm. You know, you and I, we met on Zoom, but I, I have like a real soft spot for you. And yeah. I, yeah, it's true. And I, and, I, and I root for you all the time. And, everything. and that's, that's only through like a moment of podcasting, yeah. right? So when you have that on set with these, these, women and men and whoever mm. it is and directors and producers and you 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 have this incredible it must be sad though when that ensemble mm. finishes and, is, and, and you almost have to sort of then it's like a it, yeah. it, it, that it, it feels like you're everything's You've breaking up again yeah your, when i first yeah. started i felt that so palpably like the depression after a job finished because i was just i was mourning the loss of something that mm. i didn't quite understand yet and it was just that community and i'm so excited that we get to go back for season two. I know that's amazing. It is so fun. I'm so excited to see them all. Um, and me and Emma, I mean, we randomly ended up on holiday together like twice now. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went to the desert, went to Palm Springs together at the end of um, the American lot of the press tour. And then I was up in Edinburgh for the Fringe and then just saw them walking down the street. I was what, like, just by chance? Just by chance. No and then I was like, oh. And then we just spent the whole weekend. It was just, I love them so much. Um, That's so good that you had that connection. Oh, they're the best. That that Irish thing, was that, I listened to this on the podcast you guys did. Was that the seagull? Seagull, yeah. <laughs> what was the seagull? I don't remember this. This was in, in the podcast you, uh, you guys did. Yeah, what was the seagull uh, thing? Seagull was your like entrance word to get into the Irish accent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can you... No, I can't. I can't do it. I was. Yeah, but you're great at accents. You, you can. You, can, you know, you are. You, you've got. And and that that ear for that being able to do that is is amazing. I, I worked really hard on it with a with a dialect coach called Nick Trumbull. <laughs> with a seagull. With a seagull. With <laughs> me and just me and the seagull. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's hard. It's hard. the accent stuff is really really difficult. I, I do have to really pound it. Do, do you know? If not, and not to keep going on this area, just because <laughs> I think it's it's so um, profound, right? It, did it take you it's just i love your do you know the great thing about you you're just your honesty and mm. and i think that's so insane it's the reason why i started this podcast was because i wanted people to forget filters mm. and i think we live in this age now with like instagram social media i used to watch chat shows and i still feel like they're like that today where every in the chat shows they know what's going to happen the jokes the things like that it was all just mm. all everything's all just set up and that frustrated me because we all go through shit things. We all go through great things. We all yeah. have our highs, our lows, all these different stuff. And we should never hide all that stuff. Mm. And and it's 
it's cheesy to say and all those different things and and it, you know people always go we gotta you know people have got to talk but what's more powerful is when actually you sit and you talk about your own experiences yeah. rather than saying we've got to get over that but not telling your own stuff and i just love it because it's, it could be so easy for someone like you you're high flying you're you know you're you're fun you're interesting you're all these different things you're beautiful and it'd be so easy to cover all of that up and not talk about it but but you don't you're you're open about it well i just don't think i can i'm really bad at covering it and lying and, hide and lying yeah and i do my mum is always on at me for for um being she's, too she's honest like, she's like yeah, yeah. she's like you can't have you got so much time to be <laughs> yeah, honest yeah she's like, yeah she's you can't hold your own water olivia um but yeah i i, I don't know i i, I want to be transparent but then i also wish i had that like se sexy mystique that i feel like i need to have in order to have a career so i have or to be aloof be aloof and be yeah like yeah, yeah. Am I feeling was that you just trying to be yeah, aloof? Yeah, that was, yeah, yeah. That was really good, yeah. actually. <laughs> How do people be aloof? I, I, my little brother is so aloof, and I don't understand. He's so <laughs> aloof is such a weird word. Yeah, but he is. He's so. I'm just so. I'm Guarded. so the. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just. I'm so the opposite of aloof. Of aloof, yeah. I'm I know so my little opposite. sister's like that as well. She'll like take things to the grave, and I just I cannot hold a secret <laughs> of myself. I will. Ha I have to tell everyone yeah. everything. Everyone else's as well. Yeah, if you tell me a secret. No, 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 no. I tell no, 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 I'm good at I'm good at other people's. You're secrets. quite bad with other people's. Secrets. I'm great now. I was bad. You, were, for a you used to be really? terrible. Well, yeah. Was it, it was gossip currency for you? Oh, it would burn <sighs> him. He would like, oh, I'd have to get it out. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it, well, no. What happens is that you you tell someone's secret and then you realise that actually that person's got really upset with you. And you go, oh, that was actually a bad idea to <laughs> tell that. And they're like, well, why did you tell everyone? I was like. Well, I don't know. I didn't realize I've, you would care. And he's I like, well, like, I said to you, I it's a like secret. With, Why are you telling With you, because you, like, you wanted to you know, please people and you wanted to be loved. And you know, you'd be in a conversation, there's like slight silence. You'd be like, oh, I heard this the other day. I wasn't supposed to tell you. No, I wouldn't gossip like <laughs> yeah, that. No, I would not. <laughs> I was gossip like I was that. There. Okay. Was all right. But that must be hard as well. Because if, you know, especially with this series, it's episode whatever it is, seven at the moment. Um, and what is going to be hard about that is the fact that there is so much coming up, but you have to keep it a secret. And I've been really good at that, actually. I've been really, really good at that. <laughs> up until now. Up until <laughs> up until this moment. No, I mean, I just, I, I mean, I can't. I will be, I'll be murdered or something. Is that in a contract? Yeah, you, you will, will be get, murdered. You'll murdered. get slain by a tennis ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, someone will just say Dracarys and I'll be, I'll combust. Um, <laughs> Where's Roger Federer? <laughs> <laughs> but I... Yeah, I know. I just can't. I'm not allowed to say, and I'm not liberated to say anything. Isn't that really tricky as well when you do things like this or interviews or whatever? And they obviously every journalist mm. is always going to ask you the same thing. So tell us something. Can you not give us anything? So, and you're like, well, so, well, I, I can't. And then, then I like, would worry that what, what's happened, what hasn't happened. So then yeah. I'd be like, I don't know. Has that happened? So I don't really know what to say. I mean, it's, it's such a shame because we were just heralding you for your honesty, and now you've closed right. <laughs> I up. know. I know. Do actually, I'm a, I'm a charlatan. <laughs> yeah. um, no, but also I'm like, why do you want to spoil it for yourself? Yeah. You know, uh, it, oh, good lie. There we go. All right. You, it's like when trailers give away too much, and I'm like, I already know the plot now. Like, yeah. There's no point in watching it. Also, it's a there's a book, so you can go and what, and read a book. You can go and Jesus. read a book, or you can just like you know Wikipedia. What happens if you wanted to? The 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 other thing I always find about do you do you find it hard to jump into different roles because you go from. The, you know, doing this to doing this to doing this to doing this to doing this. There's so many different roles you're playing, so many different characters, so many different lives. That's tricky to, to fold into these different people all the time. I find it, I love it. I love the break. I welcome it. I want to, because really? I, I feel like I get quite complacent and 
I get bored quite easily. And so I want to, I mean, I think it's, it's quite trite to say, but the gift of this job is that you, you get to live all these different lives in one. And so I'm always really thirsty for that. Um, and also there's like three months between three months at, at, you know, at least between mm. jobs where you get to, you know, just, you know, lower yourself into the, into the role, you know, at a very leisurely pace. Mm. And so, no, I, I love it. I love it. And I just want to, you know, it's really fun to be able to like dial up certain parts of yourself and dial mm. down other bits and see what you have in your arsenal to. Oh, and it's great. I remember when you get to do scenes, which like the emotional scenes, Oh God, they're just, yes. they, it's so it's fun. Cause you're, yeah, because well. you're like, oh my God, I get to be angry yeah. and emotional yeah. today. Here we go. It's so Because you're experiencing that. It is pretty much real emotion. Like you're going to be getting that hit almost. It must get like addictive almost. You're oh like, my God, oh, well, yeah. I want to do that emotional I've one again. I've got a picture in my phone that is so dear to me that I wanted to make my screensaver of Emma after, after we wrapped day five of the big fight scene and they are just like hollow. Oh, there really? is n like eyes so red and puffy, just like, like days look in their eye, just nothing, nothing left. And it is quite nice. You do get a really good night's sleep afterwards. What? Cause yeah, all the emotion is out. Yeah, oh my yeah. God, you're a husk. Yeah. It's, it's great. I, I used to love that feeling, especially when I was 18 thinking I was going to get an Oscar. That feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But going home and I was like covered in bruises. It's like, I'm an actor. What were the bruises from? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, just, just me being like, no, I can do my own stuff. Just tripped over, tripped over on the way home. Yeah. yeah. God, you must, yeah, you get depleted at the end. And you do, you, you and it, it's like, I don't know, when you like built a shelf at home or whatever, yeah. and you feel like really like you've accomplished. I'm, I'm like, I've never this built a shelf. a secret on how to sleep well, because I struggle. I'm just going to start crying. But that is held in emotion, you know, because you're, you're not getting your emotion out. I'm just going to sob myself to sleep. I think that might be... That might be what I need. Oh, Liv is actually it? worried now. So I'm really yeah, worried. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a... What happened in Ibiza? Oh, <laughs> yeah. How long have we got? <laughs> I mean, we got. Hey, we, listen, listen. We can edit. We can edit. Yeah, can I? Can I die? Right, okay, happened? day one. No, I'm not going to get into it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't understand. <laughs> have you guys ever wanted to act? Oh yeah, I did massively. You, you did. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm I, too shy. I'm too much of a. The, the problem with me is Introvert. that I, really? throughout, throughout my life, I, I took, I always wanted to go for shortcuts forever. So, um, okay, it was an exam at school. How could I do this? Okay, I would learn everything the night before and I would just do it that way. Mm. Or mm. I would always find, I'd, I'd find the easiest way to do a job. And so I loved acting more than anything. And I used to, I was in every play, went to university, did acting at university, um, wanted to be an actor, but didn't want to go down the route of auditioning and doing that and having right. that. And so that's why I went and did reality TV is because I, okay, here's my shortcut. Yeah. Then what you realize with reality TV is it kind of stunts you right, right then. It's quite hard to drift into anything else. Um, but it's, it's, I, I'm like you, I love playing different roles. But, and but that's probably because of an insecure. What's your favorite role that you've played? I, I played I played Rally in Journey's End. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, I played was that at school. That was at university. Uni, I'm yeah. so en envious in such a good way of you because I, you get to you get to really understand emotion and figure out and this and that mm. and and what a life to lead that I you know. get to do these things. I was, I was having a, so a conversation with my dad the other day and I was talking about acting and I, I sometimes struggle with it. It's just, I don't know, it's just such a like mad kind of concept mm. that you completely change and you become this role. And he was saying that it's, it's actually like your body 
uh, becomes the ultimate instrument. Like it's actually so fucking impressive to be able to like, you know, use everything about you to become something else. And your dad said that. Yeah. Oh. It was quite prolific. That is, that yeah. is. That is pretty prolific. This was in Ibiza at 5 a.m. <laughs> you and your dad. <laughs> um, um, listen, you've got, um, you're doing so much. And I just, listen, I, you know, I, I, you're so generous with your time and you really are. And, oh. and, and it's, it's such a wonderful way to be. And um, I love the fact that, you know, you went through this period and then you came back and you, you know, how you reconnect with friends and all those kind of things. Mm. And you, and you realize like how important it is to have friendships and stuff like that. Um, and I value you as a friend and I, and, and, and yeah. I'm so, it, I see you doing all these different things and it's, and it's, even though we've, this is the first time we met in person. Apart from that, my moped once where I, I drove and I waved and we yeah, were- Yeah, <laughs> I literally, we were, it was on Portobello Road and yeah. I screamed, Charlie! <laughs> yeah. He was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and then I was driving off and, and I was with my um, fiance and I went, oh, it's just, it's just Olivia Cook. Like that. <laughs> and she was like, who? <laughs> and I was so proud. And um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm very proud to call you a friend and, and I just know that you're going to keep killing it and keep doing everything oh, and, and everything. And I can't wait to you to win that Oscar. Because, hey, come on. I mean, we might be waiting a very long time for that. But you know what? I'd be happy with a nomination. Do you know what I mean? Anything. Yeah, nomination would be pretty sweet. <laughs> um, when do you start shooting season two? March, April, I've heard. Wow. Yeah. But I've got a bit of chunk time. of time off, which is nice. And, and how many episodes are in this season one? Ten. There is ten. Because there's ten. A, there, people are saying there's ten or there's whatever, but there's definitely oh, no, there's ten. T- yeah, there's ten. I don't know. If, I don't think that's a... Oh, spoiler. okay, fine. It's not a spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, spoiler, got, guys. Yeah, you, you had it. Got that, <laughs> got that one out of her. Well done, mate. It's ten. Yeah. <laughs> I Headline. Good. Ten episodes uh, you know what? Some of the headlines that have come out are like, hysterical. Like what? Give us call. Just like, you know, Olivia chipped her tooth the night before filming. You're like, is that really worthy of a headline? Dun, dun, dun. dun, dun, dun. <laughs> she chipped a tooth. You know. Has any, um, have you had any crazy fans yet? No, not that I've not not no. anything that because the people get obsessed with these things, and especially because you play a queen, that would that's a really sort of yeah. Well, I think my get... character is quite hated. Mm. Great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Liv, listen, thank you so much. Good luck with everything. Good luck with the next series. Um, like I said, rooting from the sides for you, one hundred percent. Sorry, it was you. so hot in here. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thanks, guys. Thank you for having thank me. You. Appreciate thank it. Thank you. Woo-hoo! Yay! Thank you. starstruck actually isn't she just amazing wicked lovely lovely girl you know she's not here so we can now talk i just you know i've met olivia before she's been on the podcast before i know i felt slightly out of your because you guys have podded yeah she's just and also i just love it when people come on and they're honest about things and she's just she's also just such a fabulous actor Mm. she is insane now i want to say a huge thank you uh, to now for making this episode possible. Everyone go and watch House of the Dragon on now. It is simply incredible. Uh, you can catch up with House of the Dragon on now and watch the new episodes being released every single Monday. And if you can't get enough of the world of Westeros, you can watch every episode of the award-winning Game of Thrones on now too. Stream the TV you love, handpicked by now I think I'm going to go and do a binge I'm going to start from series one Game of Thrones uh-huh. in fact no I could start right because yeah. it's a prequel isn't it I could start yeah. and go the whole way through from House of the Dragon from the very beginning right to the end alright and where are you going to watch it at yours on now 
There we go. 